Today's gospel lesson has one of my favorite characters in the Bible, good old John the Baptist. John the Baptist is one of those fantastically dynamic characters, and we can do so much with John the Baptist. We can learn so much from John the Baptist. John was the first person to recognize Jesus. Remember the story of John jumping in Elizabeth's womb? He knew when Jesus was present. John was the first to really proclaim that Jesus is the Messiah. Remember the story of John with his own disciples seeing Jesus walk by. He said, as Jesus walked by, John exclaimed, look, here is the Lamb of God. And two of John's disciples heard him say this, and they followed Jesus. John was the first person to really go out and prepare the way for Jesus, to prepare the way for the Messiah just as the prophets had foretold. John knew that his task was to make straight Jesus' paths. And he also knew that making Jesus' path straight was not going to be easy. Now, a couple weeks ago, when we began this season of Advent, we are three weeks in now, when we began the season of Advent, I preached a little bit about what Advent could be for us. I spoke about Advent as being a season of preparation where we don't just simply close our eyes and cross our fingers and do a lot of shopping and just wait for Christmas to come and go, but instead we take a few weeks to really live into and to root ourselves in the idea of preparing for Christmas. And preparing for Christmas is not all about the busyness, but preparing for Christmas by putting our minds right and getting our hearts and our spirits aligned right so that when Christmas comes, because Advent is not Christmas, when Christmas comes, we're ready to receive the gift. We're ready to be changed and transformed by what Christmas can really mean to us. We were ready to accept our responsibility as part of God's work. And this idea of preparation really stuck. I've gotten lots and lots of notes. Just the other day, I got a note from one of our parishioners who wrote, Advent has always been for me just the four weeks before Christmas. That's it. Now Advent is full of meaning for me, and I think of Advent as an actual verb. I love that. I hope that for all of us, Advent has had a little bit more meaning than perhaps previous Advents have had. As we talk today about John the Baptist... I like to alert us that the story of John the Baptist, his presence, is found in all four Gospels. Now, we know all four Gospels are not all the same, and when something overlaps all four, or when a person's ministry overlaps all four, it should kind of perk us up so that we realize something really important is here in this story. So next week, we're going to talk about Jesus, but today, we're going to talk about John the Baptist. Now, when I talk about John the Baptist and that kind of preparation for Jesus, I want us to make sure we don't jump directly to all of the busyness of the season, because all of us in our own way are preparing ourselves for what will come at Christmas. And many of us may have slightly tweaked versions of whatever preparing ourselves for Christmas is all about. A few weeks ago, I read a story about a man who is trying to re-understand Christmas from what he believed it to be as a child. He tells the story of when he was growing up, one toy captured his imagination, a Power Wheels Jeep. He said it was the Christmas present of his dreams. 
and that it seemed out of his reach because his family did not have much money. But the commercials that he would watch of Power Wheels every Saturday during cartoons were a constant reminder of what he would never have. Because in those little 30-second spots, tiny Jeeps and Corvettes were driven around by kids who were zooming around through neighborhoods filled with nice green grass and very pretty homes. But every Christmas, he would wake up to find out that they were, in fact, still poor. And until one year, when his mother and his siblings made their way to their grandmother's house to enjoy Christmas dinner, and as he approached the home, he saw a red and blue Power Wheels Jeep sitting in the driveway with a red bow on top. You see, his grandmother had a gambling problem, and she liked to play the lotto. And although most of the time she lost money, that year was a good year. She won some extra money, and she decided to buy all of her grandchildren the gift of their dreams. He always considered that the truest Christmas miracle of all. <laughs> Until, of course, as an adult, he reflected and realized he'd kind of conflated the idea of Christmas with getting the one thing he really wanted. See, for him, he realized that God's presence in Christmas was much bigger than something that zoomed around on four wheels. For us, I hope that we realize whatever our power wheels might be, that God is much more than whatever physical thing we want most. Now, Christmas can be wrapped up and conflated with all kinds of feelings and emotions, memories and hopes and dreams. I am keenly aware of all the different traditions that people stack on top of Christmas that can be stressful. I'm keenly aware of how hard Christmas can be for so many people. For some, Christmas is a time when they have to be around family and neighbors who really are challenging at best and hurtful at worst. I realize for some, Christmas is a reminder of what has been lost, especially loved ones that we don't see any longer. For most, if not all of us, Christmas is a time that takes us out of our comfort zones, takes us out of the comfort of our routines, and there is nothing that we can do about that. But what if we recognize that there's an opportunity in that shift? What if we recognize that being forced out of our routines actually gives us the chance to do something sacred and to do something powerful? Could preparing for Christmas be a little different for us this week? You see, we are in church today, and it is the third Sunday of Advent for us we are hopefully considering how we can prepare ourselves for Christmas and prepare ourselves for the way in which our routines will shift. For us, coming to church at Christmas is actually part of our regular routine, but for many of the people who will be here in just one week, actually going to church is part of the shift out of their routine. Actually going to church is what can cause them some stress and some concern. And so what if we, who make church more of our regular routine, can actually spend this week preparing for Christmas in a different way? What if as we prepare for Christmas, 
we realize that there will be people who come through these doors and sit right here in these pews who are looking for God, looking for a sacred experience. What if we, as followers of Jesus, take this week to consider how we, like John, can testify to the light, testify to Christ in the world, testify to the truth and the presence of God in each one of us and God's call for us to do more and more with our lives. We might think of God providing the sacred experience at Christmas and that we simply observe. But actually, God calls us to be the ones who come here to testify to the truth of Christ, present not only in us, but in all those who come here seeking God. John the Baptist was the ultimate testifier. And I know that talking about testifying makes good old Episcopalians kind of squirm. I got it. But what if this week you can begin to accept that you've got the opportunity to actually testify, to claim God's presence in a very real way, to be reflective of God's light for all the people who will be coming in just one week's time out of their routine, out of their comfort zone, but looking for God's presence in a very real way. For us, testifying can be just a warm greeting or perhaps being a helpful guide in a confusing building that can add to people's stress or a calm presence when people have rushed to get ready, especially if they've got little children, to come to church out of their routine, we can actually be the loving presence that people are hoping to find here. Yes, God loves us, this we know. But next week, we can be the ones who are prepared to make sure that everyone else who comes through these doors at Christmas knows God's presence through us and knows that they are loved too. Amen.